0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Siri Johnson, your host, and today I'm going to be talking to you about something that you probably love if you're a student in high school like me, the famous summer break. Something that we all might love just a little too much. It's May right now, so school is getting close to being done. With final projects and AP exams right around the corner, knowing that summer break is almost here is what's keeping me going. So that's probably why this topic is on my mind. I've been looking at the calendar, counting down the days, and I've also been noticing just how long the summer is this year. It's almost three months long. And this long summer break isn't unique to my school. Many schools in the US have a similar schedule. So, as much as I am excited for the break, I wanted to investigate if it's really as good as we think it is. A long summer break is often taken for granted, but have you ever considered why schools have it? According to the Guardian, the long summer holiday was originally implemented so children from farming families could help with the harvest and not miss school. I don't know about you though, but I feel like at a lot of schools, this isn't as relevant nowadays. So does this long summer break still make sense today? The first thing that jumped to my mind when I was thinking about the long summer break is how much students forget over it. I know personally that every summer break, I feel like I lose a lot of what I learned the year before. I fact, like this is especially the case with subjects that build on previous knowledge, such as math or foreign languages. I'm taking Arabic, and so last year was my first year taking Arabic. So you know, I learned the basics, and then I went on summer break, and I came back and I could not remember almost anything. I couldn't even remember basic words that I learned the first week. And so not only was that demoralizing, but I just, I feel like I really took a step back in my learning. But look, maybe that's just me. Um, I don't have a very good memory. So let's look at the research. According to a study done by Shinwell and DeFater, hopefully I'm saying their names right, up to a month of learning can be lost during the 12-week summer vacation of many American schools. Now, this was a study that was done not too long ago and I feel like this validates my point. It's good to know that it's not just me. Overall, students tend to lose some of what they learn over the summer break. But life's not all about academics, so let's look at students' health. How is it affected by the summer break? So, bad news first. The summer break is not good for our fitness. According to The Guardian, research suggests children experience dramatic and significant reductions in their fitness over the summer break. This is due to both the increase in time spent indoors on digital devices and the lack of school organized sports. There is good news, some students do stay active and healthy over the summer. They get involved in sports camps or go on camping trips or even just spend time playing outside with their parents. But there's an ugly side to this, because these kids, they tend to be the ones from wealthier backgrounds. This leads us to a darker side of summer that I think a lot of people don't consider. These negative consequences that we've been talking about, the gaps in learning, the fallback that we have in education, and the decrease in health and fitness. These tend to affect kids from low-income families more than other kids. So, according to the same study by Shinwell and DeFater that we talked about earlier, the long summer break causes a gap of around three months in achievement in school between kids from high and low socioeconomic status households. According to PBS, every summer, low-income students lose about two months in reading skills, while middle-income students hold their own. Part of this probably stems from the fact that in wealthier families, parents can afford to send their kids to enriching camps or take time off work to spend time with their kids reading or going to museums, but in low-income families, this might not be possible. One thing to consider is that this tends to be less of a problem as kids get older. By high school, there are lots of valuable and educational ways to spend the summer break that are free, such as volunteering. Teens can also get jobs over the summer to not only get money, but also job experience. Parents who need to work can leave their teens unsupervised, unlike when they were younger. But this still doesn't change the fact that with younger students, the long summer break gives an unfair advantage to kids from wealthier backgrounds. One thing to consider is that this tends to be less of a problem as kids get older. By high school, there are lots of valuable and educational ways to spend the summer break that are free, such as volunteering. Teens can also get jobs over the summer to not only get money, but also job experience. Parents who need to work can leave their teens unsupervised, unlike when they were younger. But this still doesn't change the fact that with younger students, the long summer break gives an unfair advantage to kids from wealthier backgrounds. So, what do we do with this knowledge? Should we just cancel summer break? Keep going with the school year? I don't think so, please don't do that. While some people propose more days of school as the key to greater educational success, I think there are other concerns that are maybe more important, such as general happiness and well-being of students and letting them relax and enjoy life. But it may be a better idea to make the summer just a little shorter Having a break of two months instead of three, and making winter break and summer break longer, or just putting in a few more vacations during the year. I think this will actually help with de stressing students uh, during the school year because I think it would be better to have a lot more breaks during the school year and giving more opportunities for students to de stress and take a break rather than cramming it all in on one huge vacation. So, What does this all mean? I think it means that we should tailor the length of the summer to fit the needs of each school. At my high school, for example, we have a unique circumstance where a lot of families want time to travel so they can spend some time in their home countries because it's an international school. In this case, a long summer break might make sense and be worth the educational sacrifices. But there's other schools, maybe elementary public schools, which might be better off with a shorter summer break. Just because we're used to a long summer break doesn't mean we should accept it as the best way. People are always looking for ways to make education better, as well as make it a fairer system without as many barriers for less affluent students. Making the summer break a little shorter could be part of the answer. None of this should dim your excitement for the start of summer. I know I'm still excited to spend some time at the beach. But it's just something to consider as the school year winds a close, perhaps earlier than ideal.